0: Hello there, this is Dr. Alan Hedberg, and we are again with the Psychology Report. Today I would like to uh, focus on the issue of listening, and the power of listening, or the secret of listening, or the essence of listening, or you want like to describe it. You know, it's always been understood, and I've read on this topic for years, it's always been understood that if you want to make somebody feel important, just listen to them. Don't talk to them, don't ask them uh, you know, many questions, just kind of sit and listen, probe them so they'll answer or they'll uh, explore their ideas a little bit further with you and amplify and give you more information, but just primarily listen, don't challenge, don't tell them what you think necessarily. The, my, the majority part of the interaction with another individual needs to be on listening to them. And that will make them feel important. But it also indicates that if you listen to people, you learn a lot. You just learn. You look at, you ask questions, you listen, you just don't talk a lot. But your purpose is to learn. Your purpose is to be on the end of information that will help you form an opinion, or help you know something, or help you be able to do something, or acquire some particular skill. So there's kind of a learning process from the listening that you do with other people. But some research recently at the uh, Stanford University uh, was quite interesting. They selected uh, people who would go out and canvass the neighborhood. And uh, what they did is they canvassed the neighborhood and they canvassed 500 homes around the Stanford University area. And the canvassers had a particular point of view about transgender sex, and uh, this whole issue of uh, transgenderism. So they asked the canvassers what they thought about that topic at the beginning of it, and at the end of the experiment, and even in the middle, they asked them what they thought about that particular issue and topic. Then they sent them out to canvass these 500 homes, and their project was to just ask questions. Not to tell the person at the door that they canvassed what they thought or believed, but just to ask questions and to find out what the person believed or thought about the topic when they were being interviewed at the doorstep. So it wasn't a matter of whatever the position was that they held and whatever position the canvassing uh, population believed, but the issue was... Did the canvassers change their opinion by virtue of going out and asking questions and then listening to the answers? And the results were a yes, a very, very definite yes. In other words, <clears throat> if you ask a lot of questions of people, whatever the, uh, your opinion is and whatever their opinion is, you're likely to modify your opinion in accordance with the person you're talking to if your opinion is not completely solidified if you don't just wholeheartedly believe in a particular position, you're wavering or you're open or you're a little flexible or you're moderate in your opinions, you will change your opinion or more likely change your opinion to that of the person you're speaking with if you just listen. Ask questions and listen. That's all you have to do is just listen. So listening is a very powerful tool It's a way to open the mind. It's a way to get people to think differently. It's a way to think more broadly or to think in an alternative way by just getting listening to take place. And listening follows just asking some open-ended questions. So whoever you are, whatever your position is, and whatever you think, the idea of listening is a very powerful tool. It will change your opinions if you don't hold them very solidly. However, if you hold your opinion very solidly and very definite, and you have really thought this thing through, and you're strong in your opinion, you're unlikely to change no matter what. You can ask questions or not, people can answer questions or not, but you're less likely to change if your opinion is firm and definite and absolute. I mean, then discussion doesn't go very far and it's not very effective, you see. So, if you look at the idea of listening, there are some kind of general guidelines and some general rules that might be helpful. You know, Ann Cutler uh, wrote a book uh, arguing with a liberal, or was it debating a liberal, or some how to debate a liberal? And there she gave some guidelines as to how to talk to and how to reason with somebody who has an opposite point of view than yourself. But let me walk through a couple issues here, a couple ways in which you can listen more effectively, open your mind more effectively, and be an interactive person, and maybe guide another individual in their thinking as well. Here's what you do. Start off the conversation. Start off the conversation by sharing what you think is the strongest evidence against the point of view that you hold, or in favor of the point of view of the person to whom you're speaking. What is the argument that is strong in favor of the other person's point of view or against your point of view? Start off with that. That's kind of a, a, an equalizing uh, way to start. And you will convey, you know, to the person that you're speaking with that you understand the issues and that you're open to think and that you're questioning, and that you're available for interchange and ideas, and uh, you haven't really fixed your point of view f- totally in, in cement, but that you're still flexible, and you're still reasonable, and you're still open. So a good way to start, good way to start the argument, or the discussion, or the debate, or however you want to, what's the position against your point of view, in favor of the other person's point of view? What's a, what's a strong point of view? Okay, that's, that's number one. Here's the second one. Take genuine interest in why someone believes what they believe. You see, your point is not to try to change somebody's point of view. You're not trying to change them to what you think. What you're trying to do in the listening process is to just understand what somebody else believes. You ask questions. You show openness. You show interest. You don't judge people. You don't condemn people. You don't put down ideas. You don't dismiss something that somebody has said as being untrue or unworthy or whatever. Just stay in the realm of being interested in someone's belief. What they believe in. Why they believe in that. What makes them believe that way? How did they come to that particular belief? Just show interest in it. Don't, point, don't argue your point of view Don't discuss your point of view, but try to get into their skin, try to get into their mind, try to get into their experience, try to get into the years of experience that played a role in coming to helping that person come to that point of view that they hold. So the interest is in the person you're speaking with, not your issues or your point of view that you're trying to sell to somebody else, okay? And here's the third point. Make your goal to understand the person, not change their mind. Now, that's a similar thing to what I just said, but the idea here is you're not trying to change that person's mind. What you're trying to do is understand. You're trying to get a grasp of the issues that that person thinks and why they came to that and how this has affected them and how they've changed and how they have Uh, been impacted by that particular point of view and how it affects their life and their lifestyle and how it affects their relationships and how it affects their political position and their religious position and, and so on. Try to understand the person. Try to get the breadth of the impact of that belief on that person's thinking. And then here's another one. Convey that you are open to even changing your point of view. Convey that you're not fixed yet, that you're not settled yet, that you have an openness, that you have can, you have a reason to consider other points of view still, and that you the jury's not out yet, and that they're, you're open to other points of view, and that you're willing to consider, you're willing to give consideration to another person's point of view, which means you have an open mind, and you, you are open to change, you're open to reconsideration. When you talk that way and you show an openness, people will talk and they'll open with you and they'll share with you, and that interaction between the two of you will be much more uh, cordial rather than conflictual, and that's what you want in a discussion. You want cordiality. You want a cordialness to prevail, not a conflict or uh, differences of opinion being uh, set forth and people putting their Uh, foot down, and drawing a line in the sand, and all that kind of stuff, see, there's there's, there's a sense of openness that you're trying to do, that's the the power of listening, and what you do in the process of that is that you win friends, you win people into your life, you don't ostracize people, and you know, in that process, other people have an openness too, and the research shows that even they change their points of view a little bit, even they consider what you think and what you're trying to say and the differences between the two of you. In other words, both of you benefit. Both of you have an openness. Both of you reconsider. Both of you explore new ideas. Both of you grow. Both of you expand your point of view in this kind of openness and this interchange that takes place. But you set the pace. You set the tone. You set the conditions. You set the the game uh, plan. You set the guidelines. So start out with letting them know that there is a point of view that you understand that is against your point of view, but in favor of their point of view. Start out with that. And it opens up some discussion. And then there you can go on and help people open up and that you get to understand them better, get to understand their points of view better. Draw closer together. That's what you want to do in the discussion. You want to make a friend. You want to keep a friend. You want to build relationships, not tear them down or set walls up. You're trying to tear down walls, you're trying to get an openness so that in the future there can be more discussion, more openness. And maybe there will be an interchange of points of view then, which will be more debate and more discussion on differences of opinion. So that will come down the road, but you have to start with this general openness in in an attempt to come together as one, and uh, come together in kind of a a sense of... of, um, Cordiality and mutuality. Uh, so that's your that's your that's what you're trying to achieve through the power of listening, through the honor of listening, and giving people the honor that you are interested in what they have to say, what they believe, what they think, how it's affected them, how they have come to this position, what it would take for them to think differently or be open-minded or, you know, but the idea is get into their skin, get into their mind, and don't get this idea you're going to try to convert them, you're going to try to convince them, you're going to try to change them, you're going to try to overpower them, that will not happen, that will backfire, and they'll only solidify their point of view even further. So you've actually gone against your mission or gone against your wishes or your intent, If you want to help somebody understand something or change their point of view, start with this idea of the power of listening. Okay, well, good to talk to you today. Interesting topic. And listen a little bit better. Be a listener today. Open your mind today to somebody. Get into their skin. Try to find out what is really going on in their life and in their thinking patterns. Be more interested in what they think rather than Be interested in getting them to be interested in what you think. That's a manipulation, if you will. So there you are. Go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com. Hey, good to talk. Bye for now.